<laughs> I edit most of it out anyways, okay? I know, you're pretty good at editing. You make it seem very seamless and you make you make the people sound very well spoken. So yeah. <laughs> What's up everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. I have uh my good friend here, Sean Akiyama. Yo, hello. Nice to meet you all. My name is Sean Akiyama. Um, Sean was in, uh, uh, what was a, what was your degree program again? So I studied uh, Earth and Atmospheric Science, but I was also doing a certificate of meteorology at the same time. Okay. Um, and they're yeah. both from, they're both from York, or? Yeah, they're both from York. Yeah, it's a four-year program with a certificate of meteorology, but some people uh, go to um, finish their degrees and then they do the one-year certificate of meteorology. So you're kind of like a weatherman in a way. I guess so. That's why I kind of went to school, I guess. <laughs> so that's what you wanted to do, right? Back then you wanted to become a weatherman? Is that, is that right? Yeah, I wanted to be a meteorologist from a young age. I just kept at it. I never looked back and that's all I thought about. So that's that's pretty inspiring, man. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> you, do, you do something like storm chasing or something, right? It was like, did you go yeah. to Alberta? Did you go to Alberta to do that? Or do you just do that like as a hobby? Uh, so I did that as a hobby and it wasn't until York basically like I was just going in and ready to learn kind of thing and I didn't know anything but I met I, you, if you remember uh, David Robbins. Dave Robbins. Oh, Dave, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he has already like storm chased. Uh, oh, no way. Times. That's wow. Yeah, and uh, Josh Miller. Oh, yeah, I remember Josh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, I, I should just name all, all the people that I met in my first year. But basically, in my in my Earth and Atmospheric Science program, it was just four of us, like in total, including me. There was maybe a few others, but I don't know where they went. Oh, you mean for, um, for weather, for the weather class? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was such a small program. It was Lance Quackenbush, uh, David Robbins, and Josh Miller, basically the us four. And it was good. We all had the same like passion, uh, same ambition, which is the weather, uh, understanding the weather. And That's so it was, cool, man. It was so awesome. Like, honestly, yeah. like I, I was finishing grade 12. I'm like, okay, like university. And I, I just cared about the weather. I don't, I didn't know anyone else that liked weather, basically, right? Yeah. Um, and so all those guys to find the same interests as, as me, it was, it was awesome. I didn't think there was many people out there, but you know, we all came into to one place. So yeah, that's, that was awesome. the, and that's the good thing about university, right? Like you just go to a class and you find all these people that are interested in the same thing as you. And it's, you just meet so many people that, you know, have the same like weird interest like you know like i was in yeah. physics right yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. none of my friends ever liked physics or anything right so then oh. i go to university and i meet all these people that you know are still my friends today yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah it's a, it's a nice bond for sure so yeah like um the what was the actual degree name it was uh atmospheric science yeah, uh, the full name is Earth and Atmospheric Science, but I was definitely mostly in the atmospheric science portion of it. What would you What would you say is your favorite course, and what did you like learn, and that you uh, think is the most interesting part of atmospheric science? Uh, no, that's a good question. Um, I really did like all the classes, especially upper year classes. One that um, kind of sticks out to me is, I would say, cloud physics. Oh, that sounds that sounds crazy. Cloud they, physics? Yeah, it's it's such a minute like focus, literally cloud physics, I guess. Like, sorry, the whole uh, that, course was called uh, cloud physics and that. Shit, I don't, I don't remember. I just remember cloud physics. I just called it cloud physics. Cloud physics, that's a cool ass name anyways. Yeah, uh, but it, it had to do with like um, the processes of raindrop formation or... You guys do... Um, so what is the what is the physics of uh, these raindrop 
formations. Yeah. Uh, so if I recall, because it's been a bit, basically you in the atmosphere you have like these small little particles. What's it called? The hydrophile? Hydrophiles? Yeah. Hydrophile. Yeah. Hydrophilic. Hydrophilic. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Hydrophilic yeah. <laughs> uh, particulates. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, you know more than me. <laughs> this is going <a> good. <laughs> but yeah. So there's hydrophilic particles, and yeah. they attract uh, the water mo molecules. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of create like cloud nuclei, or, and and I guess they just keep growing to create raindrops. If you go outside and it's raining, like like especially when you're driving or something, like in big thunderstorms or whatever, you get like these huge drops that fall onto your windshield, or sometimes you get like drizzle, which is like the complete opposite. But basically, uh, I remember in that classic, it kind of goes into the detail of like the formations of uh, the different droplet sizes, stuff like that in that class that was pretty darn interesting. Um, wow, is it like super math based too? Yeah, it, it was pretty math heavy for sure. Oh man, just <laughs> equations left, right, and center. And You're bringing your night nightmares back to life? Yeah, uh, <laughs> a little bit, yeah, you know, but it, it was fun. Like, if, if anything, um, like all that math, like I learned a lot, so I can't really say it was too much of a torture, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like you come out with so much knowledge and like skills, right? No, that's basically it. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I can go off on all these courses that I yeah, learned. Yeah, let's hear some. Synoptic meteorology is... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> synoptic meteorology? Uh, yeah, what is that? Basically... Um, synoptic. Yeah, synoptic. What is, what's synoptic? It's like the scale of uh, the weather phenomena. So there's different kind of scales. So there's mesoscale, which is kind of like a smaller scale. The physical processes that occur are more finite or like just smaller. And this all just goes back to, I guess, like models and how they can depict the weather. It just goes down to resolution. I guess that's so interesting so that you're talking about resolution from satellite imagery or what uh not necessarily it's just um the computation of these models and the resolution determines how quickly it can resolve the weather I guess uh, uh, if that okay. makes sense I think, like, I think so because of the smaller fine details and like the weather and stuff, right? So the more finer the details, the more computation heavy and the more accurate basically accurate too yeah um, yeah but the more you need you need that balance between like how fast you can compute something to predict the weather right you can't be predicting something like that's already happened that's not predicting that's just like oops i'm a little late but <laughs> this, this will happen yeah like, sorry guys i came a little late um yeah but I, hey i got it right because my resolution is super good or, or whatever yeah um it, it's kind of like like that i guess that's pretty cool so like yeah i wanted to ask mm -hmm. yeah how do we how do you measure the weather like what do you use like i was asking about the satellite imagery like that's what i yeah, yeah, yeah. is that is that how they do it like how do they predict the weather at all how do you predict the weather uh basically i guess it goes down to assessing models and also your own conceptual model of the weather so those are the two main things in order to predict the weather but um is it mostly like do they have to like measure like temperature gradients and whatever yeah so basically uh we have weather balloons they collect all the data of the whole atmosphere from the surface to as high as I stratosphere <laughs> stratosphere something i was gonna like name that. a number but i don't know <laughs> like probably like kilometers? 30 30 kilometers or something 30 kilometers it's probably like 30 or yeah up to 65 i think <laughs> I, I should know this i think it's up uh, to 65 uh but like i don't think weather balloons go that high oh uh, no they go they go pretty high they go they go well past like 300,000 270,000 feet 300,000 feet uh, I don't know the 
kilometers in that. But yeah, um, basically as high as, as that to record all the, the temperature. That's like 300, I think 100,000 feet is like 300 kilometers. Is, is it? it? Is it? I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't do, I can't do my quick math like that. It's uh, like, I think divided by three to get meters okay. for feet to divide by three to get meters and then divided by thousand. So a hundred thousand divided by three is 30,000 divided by, oh, sorry, 30 kilometers. Is that right? No, yeah, sorry. Right. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Cool I'm, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so basically, yeah. So we just have weather balloons and they record all these datas and they go pretty high up, uh, but they record the temperature, dew point temperature, uh, the winds at every level basically. And then all that information gets put into the initialization of, of the models. So it's, basically their math or their physics of what weather is basically i mean you need supercomputers to kind of like Process calculate that, yeah. all that and and to be able to to predict the weather as well right so actually i um, actually i thought about building a weather balloon before did you actually yeah using um oh using uh what is it called the raspberry pi raspberry pi what is what is that raspberry I, I, don't, I don't i don't know raspberry pi is like a tiny computer motherboard i don't oh, know okay. i was gonna i was gonna ask you like how do they measure uh using these weather balloons do you know yeah they have uh they have these instruments um and that, that are attached to the weather balloon right so i'm not too versed in like what kind of instruments or how like they do it but uh basically i guess they just have a data logger and they just know each height what each parameters i guess like I, I don't know how they know right but something like that so <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty cool though still so like um yeah tell me more about your storm chasing like how did you get from like you you were chilling with like lance and and all of them and then you guys started doing storm chasing was this in toronto or what oh yeah basically uh anywhere in southern ontario um we would just go out as far as like godrich you guys just go out in a, one car together or like multiple uh it depends uh, we have gone out in multiple cars before, but um, we try and go in one car or whatever. It makes things easier if you have partners to to go with, right? Because you got to track the weather and also be driving at the same time. And <laughs> if you have a partner, then one can do the one thing and the other can do the other. Yeah. So. So like, um, do you guys go out with like cameras or instruments or anything, or do you guys just go out to like observe? Yeah, basically, um, we go out with with cameras to obviously take capture pictures. the moment, take the pictures because sometimes it can be very beautiful. But I guess a lot of it is also to experience it as well. Like, you guys gotta take me out sometime. Oh, yo, for real, you wanna go? Uh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Especially if there's a tornado, I'm going. Tornado? Oh man, yeah, <laughs> tornadoes. Eh? I haven't even seen one yet, so maybe I should see one before I can take you. <laughs> just in case, right? Oh yeah. Just in case. <laughs> you never know. So like let's say theoretically there was a tornado that touched down, would you how close are you allowed to go close to the tornado? Uh are you able to just drive into it? Um <laughs> well, depending on the intensity, yeah. you can drive into it. I wouldn't wouldn't recommend it. I, I, I should say I don't recommend it at all. Uh they've <laughs> intercepted a, a tornado. Uh before so it's just this year too jeez dave is a lucky guy then yeah 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 you kind of had to be in the right place at the right time to kind of be in that one because you really can't see that one so like Sorry, let's let's so say the tornado touchdown what like there's magnet oh, yeah, there's how, magnitudes how, how, there's magnitudes to these tornadoes right yeah so uh there's a there's a scale called the enhanced fujia scale or the short term is just ef and they it's go from fujia scale yeah enhanced fujita scale that's uh 
Japanese. Yeah, yeah. The the guy who created the scale is also Japanese.、Uh, he kind of、um, he was from Japan, and then he was studying.、Uh, so they had the atomic bombs, and then he was calculating like I think the basically the outbursts of these bombs and like kind of like their their patterns that they create. So he got intrigued by like the forces, I guess, of the atomic bombs, and then because of that, like he also got into I think、uh, like、um, strong winds because they're kind of like the same thing if that makes. Like, oh yeah, um, like, like um, blast waves and and winds, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And wind speeds. Exactly, yeah. So he was interested in the winds, and、um, and then he noticed like these phenomena is called、uh, downbursts.、Uh, he was kind of the one to to know about them first or discover them. So what is、and、a downburst? Basically, a downburst is a storm outflow.、Uh, so a downburst is basically you have this negative negatively buoyant air、uh, in a thunderstorm where you kind of have like warmer air rising, right? And then you、yeah. create this like colder, denser air in the thunderstorm. Yeah. And so once that Gathers and reaches the point where, like, you know, it can't really hold itself. It'll kind of like spew out, like, like that. Okay. If that makes sense, or、so. depending depending on the environment. <laughs> okay.、Um, yeah. So like um, wait. So you have negatively buoyant air, which means that it sinks. Yes. And then.、Um, Yeah, and then after it、uh, collects, and then what happens? Yeah, so and then once it sinks, and then it create kind of creates like that outflow pattern, if that makes sense.、Um, it just it just gets so dense and heavy that it it just reaches the surface, and that's kind of how you、uh, sometimes get really strong winds and, and、cool. thunderstorms. Yeah, basically the gist of it, I guess. Yeah, weather is actually such an interesting topic. I mean, everyone talks about it, right? And so you might as well. Be pretty good at it, I guess. Kind of how I look at it. Yes, are like the、um, the like、uh, the gas and fluid dynamic、um, gods. <laughs> gods? Yeah, the weather people. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> the no, weather people. That like... I mean, yeah, I guess the atmosphere is pretty fluid, but I'm I'm no I'm no、uh, gas and fluid dynamic expert at all. So. So I was gonna ask you about the magnitudes of like the tornadoes, like. Yes. Yes. Of course. Let's say. Let's say they're like. How do you know the magnitude of a tornado? And if like, what's the maximum magnitude that you can go storm chasing with? Uh, basically, you don't want to be an EF five. The EF five tornadoes, like their wind speeds, can so violent. Like they'll basically like rip up concrete on the roads. Right. Like that's how strong they are. So rip up concrete. Like、yeah. How many kilometers per hour is this? Like over two hundred? Yeah, over two hundred. Uh, I think I don't even know the max. The max wind speeds. It's probably like three hundred. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, you, you have to get guess. So、uh, let's let's see. Winds above two hundred miles per hour or three hundred twenty-two kilometers per hour. Jeez, above,、yeah. above, anything above. Yeah, anything above, and then it kind of gets segmented、uh, as you get lower. Do you know the highest recorded wind speed of these tornadoes? Uh man, yeah, I I should know,、um, but that that requires another Google. Yeah,、search. let's Google it. Let's Google it. Yeah, did you get it? Two hundred and ninety-six miles per hour. How many? Two hundred and ninety-six miles per hour. Holy, that's like as fast as my、uh, as as fast as your Honda Element. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I think your Honda Element might dust that thing.、Yeah? <laughs> One day. <laughs> Yeah, so like, um, that's a that's a really cool hobby, man. Like, how did you get into it, anyways? Is it through those guys at York? No, oh, storm chasing. Or, yes. Yeah. Basically, I mean, I didn't really discover storm chasing until until I met them, basically, and they did it. I, I always thought it was like not safe and like just kind of like <laughs> dangerous. I guess like probably like the average person. 
Yeah. So you guys, um, you guys are actually gonna call me out next time though, for real. Oh, I mean, you know what? Now that you have interest, uh, why not? You know. For sure. I guess I'll have to definitely invite you. So if you're if you're actually down, sure. Yeah. Hundred yeah, I mean, percent. I'm hundred percent down. I guess if you're into the summer storm chasing, then you'll have to wait until then. But uh, otherwise, there's winter storm chases, and that involves like ice storms and yeah, that's snow, the well, snow storms. Yeah, you should. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Call me out. Oh, perfect, man. That's that's great to hear. All right, cool. Um, so this is a good. At least as long as um, we're gonna meet up in Toronto. I don't have to drive to Alberta to meet up with you guys. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> this is all this is all in Ontario. Okay. All right, let me um, let me ask you the next question. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to ask you about Alberta. Like, you went to Alberta. You yeah, I I did go to Alberta for a bit. Was, um, what was it like a job or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was uh. As part of uh, like this training program to, to kind of be a meteorologist, um, it was an internship there for a year, um, or not even a year. Sorry, it was like half a year, I guess. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but anyways. Yeah, first let's let's talk about your trip to get there first. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about uh, the trip because I think you, you you drove there, right? Yeah, I, I drove I drove all the way to Alberta. Jesus. Um, <laughs> is it three thousand kilometers? Yeah, I drove there. Yeah, let's hear about I, the trip. Uh, I had a 1999 Honda Civic uh power steering was out oh my god you know it was i, I love that car but um there's no way i thought it, it would be a good idea to try and make it uh all the way to alberta there. with no power steering yeah it was <laughs> so heavy because you're driving and it's literally like like that right kind of curve, especially at full speed so yeah i forget about that car right so yeah so i was looking for a standard manual car and I wanted an SUV, I guess. So the only thing that was out there, and and another requirement was uh, it had to be Japanese. For those that don't know, I'm I'm a Japanese Canadian. Uh, my parents are both Japanese, and if I had brought anything other than a Japanese car, they probably would have disowned me. So <laughs> that, that was that was the requirement. So. I had to get that Honda element. Yeah, and you helped me out get it, so totally appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it was, of course. Man, I'm not telling you, like, if, <laughs> to have someone come with you, like, take up, like, pretty much your whole day to, to help you get a car, you know? Yeah, man. That's how we not, do it. You don't come across a lot of people that would do that for you, right? So, yeah, much appreciated. Um, yeah, man, no problem. Anytime. Uh, so, yeah, so I drove all the way to Alberta with uh, Edmonton with that Honda element, and yeah we made it one piece no 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 problem it wasn't bad wow um it wasn't like i was completely alone i gotta say i was i drove uh dave drove in a separate car with me on our way there so it was just you two yeah yeah and uh, i don't know if you know christina christina also wants uh yeah is it the girl with the gray hair from back in york yeah she yeah. had gray hair back in york yeah, yeah yeah i know i think i know who she is yeah 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 she uh you guys um, all so went we all, together yeah we all went together and we actually all lived together too cool oh wow yeah man yeah for a year not the whole year but uh basically the whole duration of the internship so from basically october to uh may so three <laughs> yorkies uh who all commuted to school wanted to experience that independent lifestyle living with roommates so three yorkies got together at edmonton alberta and lived together wow yeah things can happen because of york keep that in mind yeah so how long was the drive and how was the drive like what was that what happened during anything crazy happened during the drive or oh no everything was pretty much smooth smooth sailing smooth sailing. Uh, unfortunately i didn't run into any weather so i couldn't storm chase on my way there but basically 
Um, it was a 36-hour trip, like if you did it all in one day. But wow. I, I broke it up into to four days. Um, you guys did that in four days? Eight times four is 32. Yeah. Dude, how'd you do it in four days? <laughs> How do we do it in four days? Yeah. You do like 10-hour trips a day? Uh, basically, yeah. Uh, my last stretch, uh, me and Dave, we drove for 12 hours straight. So. Holy. Yeah, that was that was fun. We drove from uh, Portage La Prairie, which is in Manitoba, to uh, Edmonton, Alberta. So we we did we passed Saskatchewan in one day. Oh wow, that's like a trip of a lifetime, huh? Oh yeah, man. I gotta say, I loved uh, Lake Superior. Um, it was beautiful up there. So I I would recommend you. Um, it's a bit of a drive. Like it's still Ontario, but Ontario is is a big big province. province. I was about to swear there, so, but I refrained from it. <laughs> um, Lake Superior is a beautiful part of Ontario. How far is it's it? Really like six hours? Isn't it like six hours away? Right. It's a little more. To get to Thunder Bay, I think it's fourteen hours. Yeah, definitely. If you're gonna go there, it's gonna take at least a day to get there. A yeah. day. Damn. I guess you could fly there, but yeah. Well I mean, I thought about driving there anyways. Um, yeah, you have any plans of uh, doing like a cross country kind of? Yeah, actually, I thought yeah. Of, I thought about going to PEI. Uh, is it PEI? Yeah, Newfoundland. East Coast, yeah. Yeah, East Coast. I've thought about going to Vancouver as well, but like, man, we'll see. Oh man, yeah, you should definitely do it, man. I totally recommend it. It's it's, it's a good trip, like to to do cross country. Yeah, so you guys got there, did the internship, and well, how was yeah. it? How was it? How was it there? Like, what'd you guys do? Anything like uh, really cool, like weather-related wise? So we, Christina, went her separate way. So it was just me and Dave um, for a bit. And in Alberta, uh, they had this huge upslope snowstorm event. It was like the day before our first day of work, and that was one of the craziest storm chases that I've ever done. But basically. How? I guess we're kind of crazy if you think about this, but basically <laughs> the day before work, okay, the first day of work, yeah, we were gonna get ourselves into a huge, huge, widespread snowstorm, and we drove all the way to Pincher Creek, Alberta. Yeah, and that's How far like is that? at least five, six hours, I think. From where you were. From where you from were. Edmonton. Yeah. Wow. I think it was something like that. So we, we drove all the way to Pincher Creek. Along the way there, the snowstorm had unfolded. And yeah, basically I was in waist deep snow. I guess I can send you a picture and then you know you can show it to everyone or whatever. But I was in yeah, waist cool. deep snow at basically the peak of the snowstorm. And during the snowstorm, my car it, it uh no it, it didn't freeze, but um <laughs> It got stuck in the snow, so we got trapped. And obviously, we're not the only ones that were trapped. Everyone else was trapped. We came unpre unprepared, basically, because I still had my summer or all-season tires on, and I didn't even have winters. We bought a shovel before going because we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Uh, <laughs> and mind you, we, we got we got to Edmonton, like I think, like a few days before that. So yeah. we literally got there, and we're like, it was going to be a huge snowstorm. like, And it's the day before work. Like, yo, you want to do this? I'm like, yo, let's do it. Like, yeah. like I'm so ready. Let's Let's go, right? Yeah, I don't you guys know. are wild. Yeah, uh, so my, my car got stuck and we were literally stranded in the middle of Alberta, middle of nowhere. It's kind of nerve wracking because we've never been to Alberta. No. And yeah, for um, sure. you're stuck there. By yourself? Was anyone else, else there or what? Like, uh, no, it was, just, it was just us two. There were some cars like here and there basically, but it was mostly just us. Bro, that's kind of scary because what happens if your car turns off and you have no heat? Uh, then basically, I guess, even though we're two guys, we're going to have to hug, hug it out and... Kind of <laughs> Hope for the best. 
<laughs> yeah, like that's what happens when you, I guess, you storm chase.、Uh, you just kind of run into it's it's dangerous, right? So that's kind of like what you have to keep in mind. But basically, yeah. So I, I, in my honest opinion, like if no one could help us and we were literally on the side of the road, like I think we would have just stayed in our car and just hugged it out. Yeah, just kind of felt warm. Probably would have tried call, calling nine one one and telling them like we're stranded. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, that's a yeah, that's a pretty like and, and it wasn't just us, it, yeah. right? Like it was it was a huge snowstorm. So on on our way and like during the event, like there's so many cars that were stuck, and it made top ten of worst storms in Canada that year. No way,、um, that's、yeah. the one you were in there. Oh, it was one of them. Yeah. So, <laughs>、oh, I think it was like number three or four or something like that. But there's like a line of cars driving down that road, kind of like tailgating each other. Not tailgating, but just following each other, right? Yeah.、Uh, and then there was this tow truck. There's people of Alberta, good people of Alberta. They、uh, they noticed we were stuck. Like we were, we were trying our best, trying to get out of it. The、yeah. situation, like we were stuck in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, are you guys stuck?" And we're like, "Yeah, like we're, we need help." And then、uh, I'm telling you, like five, six people, like were pushing my car. Like we were just all following this like one guy to get out of the snowstorm like, in a single file line. Like, cause I, I have pictures, so I guess I can show you. Yeah, all, send the send it'll, the photos. I, I'm so bad at explaining. Like, I, I'll post it up somewhere on the video. Okay, cool. Yeah, painting a picture of the, the whole event, basically. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, so yeah, so we were following that that car, and then we kind of went got to southern Alberta, and and then they closed some roads because of the, obviously the snowstorm, right? So and at one point there was no way of getting back to Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, and our first day of work was the next day. So how did you get back? And we were like, <laughs> we were like six hours away from from、Jesus. home, or not home, but like our、oh、work, right? Oh my goodness, what did you do? Uber? <laughs> you, ooh, yo, there's no Ubers that we're gonna do that. We you got a jet ski? You got a snow ski? <laughs> yo, yeah, literally, like I I don't know, fly? I I don't know, right? But、uh, we we had to go around to get back, so that's what we did. And how long did it get, take?、Uh, Over six like, hours. Uh, nine hours or something like that. Goodness.、Uh, and it wasn't easy because it was a snowstorm. It's it's not like that snow will disappear or anything, right? Like it's it's、yeah. gonna be there. <laughs> and and it was still snowing. So I was literally driving.、Uh, Dave was also driving because it was kind of crazy.、Um, but it was a snowstorm, and the whole event, like you can barely see in front of you because it's snowing so goddamn hard. It's windy, and it's like the visibility during that snowstorm was few few hundred meters, if not like. Less than that, right? So we were just like driving very carefully, and we made it back、uh, at like three, four a.m. and holy, few hours, and you had work in the morning. Yeah, first day of work. <laughs> what's up, guys? Yeah, literally, like, what's up, guys? Like, it was, it was wild. That's、really. a perfect way to start your job, though. I, I, I will never forget that day. I will never forget like the way everything had unfolded. So. Wow! Thank you so much for sharing it. I I probably didn't even do it justice, to be honest. I probably undertold that story. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> you did that program or internship at in Alberta? Yeah. Nick, what did they really teach you? How do what do they teach you to be a meteorologist? Like, what is it?、Uh, they just teach you all the、um, basics of of weather. Oh man, that sounds so bad. <laughs> The basics of weather. I mean, like, <laughs>、yeah, did they did they teach you how to like go on on a TV screen and stuff, or? Oh no 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 no. We don't we don't deal with going on TV or anything like. Like the background, you guys are like the background 
guys. Not the, yeah, yeah. Not the we're, we're the ones basically forecasting the weather. Have you been in like the meteorology room where they have all those guys? It's like NASA in the back, right? They're just like all computers and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's where we work. That's that's what we do, right? Like with all the monitors and stuff, like we're always constantly looking at satellite radar. Not only that, predicting as well, right? So initially we get like a surface map and it has all these weather stations um, and they have all these different variables like pressure, uh, temperature, dew point temperature, winds, uh, how opaque the cloud is, current weather, basically like so many variables, right? So you have all these stations and then you kind of like create all the constant lines of pressure, isobars, like you kind of oh, like- Oh yeah, 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 like the maps, yeah. like the topo topological maps, right? Except for yeah. like, yeah. Like what we did initially was analyze that and denoted uh, the surface features that you see on the map. Uh, if you have a ridge, it just means it's more uh, clear, drier, kind of like your no weather kind of day. And then, you know, you have your lows or troughs or, you know, whatnot that create the messier weather. Yeah, they basically, uh, get you to analyze that um and then also learning like the, the meteorology the, the math in in a more easier way i guess yeah cool. you just kind of like it wasn't it wasn't like professors like university professors though right it's like the no. one was actually like actual people working at the place right yeah 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 meteorologists there were teaching us the meteorology that's pretty cool um, yeah yeah I think that's enough about the weather. Okay, yeah. Kind of want to ask sure. you about um, yourself and like your. I don't know if you want to talk about Taro's fish. Oh can, yeah. Can we talk I'm about it? The, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we can talk about Taro's fish. Uh, like, how, like I want to ask you actually. Like, um, yeah. When did you guys start that? Like, when did you guys start that? Oh yeah, uh, back in 1996. So uh, the same year. 96. No yeah. way. It's been there yeah. for a long time, huh? Yeah, it's the same age as me. If not, it's like a few months older than me. They basically started the business when I was born. So it's it's my twin brother or sister. But yeah, just because we were born at the same time or started, oh, yeah. <laughs> started at the same time. So yeah, my parents both looked at the business and me at the same time and taking care of both things. And yeah, Taro's fish, kind of crazy. Um, yeah, back Taro's then, all the way then, and uh, yeah, they're they're a fish market, um, essentially a fish market, but we also do like sashimi and sushi. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I tried it. Yeah, yeah, you like it? Yeah, I love it. It was like some really high quality, like uh, fish. Oh man, cool. Yeah, I love it. Parents. Yeah, you should tell your parents. <laughs> Yo, everyone, check out uh, Taro's fish. This is uh, in Toronto. Where are you guys located? We have two locations now. The Markham one. What? Vine and 404 just opened. Um, and then there's the Bayview Shepherd or Leslie and Shepherd uh, location. Those cool. two places. So, yeah. It's, um, how did you guys get into uh, your parents? You got your parents came from Japan, right? Yeah. So, my parents, they both came from Japan. Uh, they didn't know each other until they met here. But basically, they just wanted to, my mom wanted to learn English. Uh, it just so happened to be Canada because she knew some people here. And then from my dad, he kind of just wanted to work outside of Japan. And for him as well, like it, it just happened to be Toronto because he knew someone here. But by the time he got here, that guy had already left. So basically he was by himself, if anything. But yeah, so it just happened to be Toronto and then. Yeah. Any, anyways, that, um, yeah, Tyler's Fish. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, if anything, yeah. Um, they also do wholesale or deliver to a lot of restaurants in downtown. Um, That's probably where they get all the good quality, like, yeah. Yeah, Japanese man. Sushi fish. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's um, I think that's great. Um, all right, let's say um, let's say a good let's say a bye to the viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank okay. you, thanks, uh, Sean.
for being yeah. on the uh, podcast. No, no, man. Thank, thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure to be on part of your pro- podcast. So thanks. It's awesome. All right. Peace.